0: Welcome, everyone, to Couch Potato Diary. Uh, things got a little delayed when I was out in Reddit over the last couple of days, but was just on Twitch, uh, and so getting this podcast out for you guys today, thank you so much for downloading thank you all so much for listening you can find me on social media twitter and instagram i'm at primetime twitch.tv slash primetime pk and you can email the show couch potato diary at yahoo.com coming up on the show today um it's a bit of a week late but we react to what went down at ufc 290 as we get ready for next weekend's ufc 291 so uh that is what is on deck for today thank you all so much for downloading and listening hi i'm kim carson and I'm Peter Klein and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about, but might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learn history in high school. Each week we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need a to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it. Um, A lot of the discussion coming out of UFC 290 is about the the main event, as Alex Volkanovsky with another dominant performance over Yair Rodriguez. Sorry, I don't know what that was. Um, And everyone, oh, well, he's obviously the pound-for-pound number one. And look, I I understand. Like, A, I think he's the most complete, talented fighter in the Ultimate Fighting Championship right now. Um, He might be my favorite fighter to watch right now. That doesn't make you number one, though. Like, he he lost to the guy who was number one. You could make an argument that he didn't, but I feel like for pound for pound, that, like, the, the actual literal results of these fights actually needs to matter. And so for him to move ahead of Islam Makashev, even though Islam beat him, it just doesn't sit right with me. And I, I, I hate to start the conversation off on a negative because it was, again, another masterful performance. That there is not a way to attack... Volkanovski that you can feel comfortable with, right? Like, um, you, you want to stand and trade? Uh, he might be better than you with that. You, you want to go to the ground? He's at least good enough that there's a good chance he'll be better than you. Like that, there's no way to actually go about actually attacking this guy. But he 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 lost to the dude who was number one. So I I just I don't see how you can move. Makashev down to number two and Volkanovsky up to number one when they've they fought. We saw it. And again, I thought Volkanovsky won. Judges didn't. That's that's how it goes. You know, we don't look back ah yeah, like that Patriots team, they, they didn't technically go undefeated, but I thought they were the better team than the Giants, so I'll just give them an undefeated season. Doesn't work that way. Giants got the trophy. makachev has got the belt. He's defending it next month. Um, or later this year, I guess. So let's Let's pause on that conversation. Volkanovsky is absolutely um, an all-time great in his division and continues to to work his way through that. Um, I think he's done in that division. We'll get to that later in fights to make. I think he's done in 145 pounds. I, I think you now have to move on with that division, let it start anew, and go from there. Um, and again, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Pantoja and Moreno have an absolute war, another excellent fight, and again, it comes down to Pantoja, apparently just has Moreno's number, but another truly remarkable fight there, and Brandon Moreno continues to just put on amazing fight after amazing fight after amazing fight, and then he comes out of this, and he goes and wrestles in AAA, or AAA. Um, this guy has got more out of this moment than I think a lot of people would have anticipated he would get, and he has already got so much more out of this UFC run than anyone thought he was going to do, based off of how things went the first time around. So, for Moreno, hopefully they can keep that star bright. It feels like, this whole card felt like a missed opportunity for the Ultimate Fighting Championship in Mexico. You still have Alexa Grasso, but... You had two Mexican champions fighting on this. There is no reason at all. This shouldn't have been happening somewhere down in Mexico. It just, it feels like a completely wasted opportunity. And they both lose, right? Like, Yair loses um, and Moreno loses. So it's, it's a tricky spot now for the Ultimate Fighting Championship to kind of work their way through. And again, we'll get to that in a second here in Fights to Make. And last kind of quick hitter from this UFC card, Robbie Lawler finishes his career on a high note. Knockout puts a rap on it. We went over his career in the, the legacy look that this guy is truly one of the all-time greats and I, I think is very deserving of all of the flowers that he gets. And so for Robbie Lawler now to ride off into the sunset that way, it was a great reminder of fans past and present. Why this guy is that Dude, all right. So, what are the fights to make coming out of this UFC card? The one for me, and they're not going to make it for a little bit, is Volkanovski against Islam Makashev. I think you have to. Volkanovski has cleared out 145 pounds. Um, there, there is another young challenger on the way, but at some point, like it's just, it's time to move on. And for Volkanovski, I don't like aside from, well, it's the rankings, so you have to. There, there's nothing to be gained by fighting Teporia. That there's just, he doesn't gain anything from it. For his career, we have already established he is one of the top two best fighters in the history of the sport at 145 pounds. It is time for him to move on and try to become a champ champ. It is time for him to, to move on and try to become a two-division weight class, Uh, sorry, a two-weight class champion. And he's not moving down. The rematch against Makachev, it was a competitive fight the first time, a highly disputed fight the first time I think you have to go with Volkanovsky against Makachev now it does seem like or it's obvious now they're not going that way I believe it's September now it's going to be Makachev taking on uh, Charles Oliveira then it is Volkanovsky against the winner Volk takes on uh, Makashev, or Volk takes on Oliveira. Either way, Volkanovsky needs to move up for his next fight and fight the 155-pound champion. Um, So, that leaves the 145-pound title vacated. I would go Yair Rodriguez against Ilya Teporia. Teporia has certainly um earned an opportunity at the undisputed championship at 145 pounds i think like you talk about like there's nothing left for him to accomplish at featherweight aside from going after this championship we don't need to see him in one more fight we don't need to see him against one more test he has earned this opportunity to become a champion and i think yara rodriguez In his growth, in getting up to this spot that a lot of people thought he was going to get to anyway, at 145 pounds, I think he deserves another opportunity at that. I think it would be an incredibly fun fight as well. I think it would be a very marketable fight. I think that is the way you go now at 145 pounds. Volk step aside, and these two guys step up in a big-time way. I would go with the fourth fight for Pantoja against Moreno. I get... Moreno's 0-3 against the guy, and you don't normally give fourth fights in that way. But Moreno was just the champion. I, I think you give him a rematch, and I would do those two fights. Quit fucking around with this. Put those two fights on a card in Mexico. Your two Mexican fighters going for championship opportunities. Um, I, I think that that is absolutely the way that this needs to go now for for those two fights. Quit fucking around book a card in Mexico, and let's get this thing rolling. Um, in the middleweight division, it's pretty obvious, Duplessis and Israel Adesanya going to go for a championship. Uh, Duplessis with the upset of the evening with a big win over Robert Whitaker. That is, that, that is the next fight to make. It just, it simply is. Um, there's going to be a lot of uncomfortable trash talk between the two. There already has been. So we will see what these two um, end up giving us for this type of a, um, this type of a build, but you could put this one anywhere and it's going to draw and it is a, another big rivalry for Israel Adesanya. And I, I think this is going to be one where he takes it seriously. I don't think this is going to be one where he's kind of playing with his food and he gets caught. He is going to go out and try to make a statement on Duplessis. Now the person who lost to, to DDP, Robert Whitaker. I got Whitaker against Sean Strickland next. Those two are kind of next in line for middleweight opportunities. I, I would do that bout next. Um Strickland has worked his way back up there. Robert Whitaker, just based on talent alone, should be up there. He should take some time off. And he has kind of said as such that he needs to rework the mindset, I think, a little bit. I I think he is going to absolutely do that, and I think there is growth that is needed now for Robert Whitaker, but I think he'll come back stronger than ever, and he'll go up against Sean Strickland there. Um, And lastly, in the worlds of MMA and boxing, which will be colliding next week, we'll get into that in a second, um, it is... Francis Ngannou getting ready now to face Tyson Fury in what is just such a cool, cool moment, I think, for the sport and for both of these sports. And the big takeaway here is Francis Ngannou wins. Francis Ngannou is now, like, his decision to leave the Ultimate Fighting Championship has paid off. He, that there was a gamble to take 2023 completely off and we'll see down the line if it pays off, but financially it already has a fight with Tyson Fury. Um... The gamble worked leaving the UFC. He was never going to get this in the Ultimate Fighting Championship. I think he got a great deal with... Um, with the the Professional Fight League PFL, and this is just the cherry on top. This makes it go from being a great deal to being an all timer for Francis and I absolutely love this for him. I could not be more excited for the guy, and I, I am really, really, really now looking forward to to what happens here. But Francis, Francis, he just wins. Like he gets, he gets the fight now with with Tyson Fury. That this is best case scenario coming out of this. Is he going to win? Probably not. If he does, then the entire landscape changes. But this is going to be life-changing money for him. His PFL deal, um everything that he is working for. This is not only a big win for him. It is a big win for every fighter who wants to find themselves outside of the Ultimate Fighting Championship and is tired of what the UFC um kind of puts in front of them. This is this is exactly what you are looking for from a fighter in that spot. Um could not be happier for him. Really like he it's an amazing story. And for him to be able to, to have this now is is great. From a boxing standpoint, like from a purist, it sucks, right? Like, you, you want um, Usyk against Fury. You want Fury against Joshua. You you want, like, all of these guys who have kind of been dancing around for a while. You want all of these fights to happen. I don't think this is going to be one that derails anything for, for Tyson Fury. And if it does, you have a new star in the sport. And you have eight new matchups that you can make. But from a, a purist standpoint, like, yeah, it's not the best. But it is what it is. Um, just quickly... We didn't get to a CFL preview yesterday. Uh, We'll get back on track this week. But um, three games on the CFL calendar left. Uh, Toronto taking on Hamilton. I have the Argos winning big in this spot. I just do. Uh, I think they cover 10.5. Not enough to click on it, but that would be my official pick. Uh, Saskatchewan plus 10 against the BC Lions. I think the Lions beat the crap out of them. So uh, again, it's very chalky. I'm going BC and I'm going with Calgary as a home favorite against Ottawa this weekend uh, on Sunday at McMahon. And that is going to be a pick that I click on. Um, so that is, that is my today's ticket play for, uh, for Saskatchewan, uh, or not, sorry, not Saskatchewan, for the CFL. I'm going Calgary, going up against Ottawa. Uh, anything on the UFC card this weekend that's really jumping out at me? Not really. Like, there's a couple, if you wanted to throw a long shot play on Marcin Tybura against Tom Aspinall, I don't hate that one, and I don't hate, uh, Paul Craig as a long shot against Andre Muniz. Um, Mark Diacasey, plus 170 against Joel Alvarez. I don't mind that one either. Um, I don't know if I'm going to click on any of these, but there's a lot of, like, strong veteran fighters going up against, uh, some talent that maybe isn't quite as proven. Still very good, obviously very good, but maybe not quite as, uh, not quite as proven. So there's a a couple of those that I don't mind, just a, a little bit of a sprinkle on for today's ticket uh but that is today's show thank you all so much for downloading and listening the next couple of weeks are going to be a little bit all over the place uh not that it's been remarkably consistent here as of late but um i'm going to be back filling in on Sportsnet 960 um next week it's going to be morning so that's going to be tricky um i'm still planning on doing twitches at least twice next week um, and I'm still planning on having these podcasts, especially leading up to this weekend, where it is Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr., as well as UFC 291, uh, with Dustin Poirier taking on Justin no, no, Gagee no. for the BMF Championship. But uh, so I'm still planning on having that regular type of coverage going on. Um, but over the next couple of weeks, it's going to be a bit more what they call in the biz evergreen. Uh, we're going to look at some accountability stuff, and we're going to look at some more history stuff as well. So that's just coming up in the next couple of weeks as my focus turns to, to sports net 960. But as always, sticking with Couch Potato Diary as well. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so by email, uh, Diary at yahoo.com. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at primetimekline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. And you can email the show, Diary at yahoo.com. Comment, as I said before, thank you all so much for downloading. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll talk to you all later.